Hello, everybody. Welcome to Good Heroin with Dave Ross. I'm Dave Ross, and I feel like I didn't say the whole word heroin there. So to clarify, this is Good Heroin with Dave Ross, not Good Heroin Dave Ross, in case you thought you were listening to, I don't know, some podcast about the blue heron or just the phrase, huh? you know, if you could write that out. That would be a podcast I would listen to. Hey, what's your favorite podcast? Oh, it's called... Huh. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? <clears throat> I'm sorry, I don't really... Uh, it's called... Uh, I would literally be like, oh my God, how do you spell that so I can fucking write it down? I realize you can't really spell that, but they have a podcast, so they must have tried to fucking spell it. And can I be honest with you? The way I feel all the time is... Uh, or more specifically, I feel like, uh, or, uh, you know, kind of, I don't know. That's my baseline. I'm very often happy and I'm also sometimes sad, but usually I'm, uh, so thank you so much for listening to, uh, with Dave Ross. Do you feel, uh, because I feel, uh, and if you're, uh, and I'm, uh, then, uh, that was nice. A little bit bits you, you, you know on a comedy show that's pretty good thank you so much for listening to the show i'm glad you're here um you know you i don't know how you're listening to this but if you would like to know other ways to <laughs> we're on you know stitcher and all that shit and we're on starburns audio that's our network and if you want to find all the things about us are uh, the the page for this podcast on the website starburns.audio or if you want video episodes youtube.com slash good heroin that's right we have a url now we are officially a podcast thank you so much um real quick i want to plug my fucking other shit so we can get past it uh if you want uh if you are a gamer into gaming or just want more of me um on video i have a twitch show every week with my buddy kyle Ayers, who is fucking the best his podcast never seen it is my favorite and we do the show every tuesday uh 5 p.m pacific time on his channel on twitch uh he's at kyle prime video twitch.tv slash kyle prime video we uh we make bad levels in video games and we play each other in them and sometimes we bring in guests right now we're doing smash bros it's fucking great it's so much fun i also have another podcast called what's it called with caleb Sinan, and i have a discord if you want to join my discord there's an open invite discord.davetotheross.com boom i did it record fucking timing with my goddamn plugs like honestly i think that took like 45 seconds which is good because i've like i've been known to have entire episodes of this podcast talking about other things i do on another podcast (laughs) that's i'm exaggerating like crazy but uh, my fucking plugs can go on hey i also have a patreon fuck Oh, they really do take forever, don't they? If you want more of me, patreon.com slash Dave to the Ross. And uh, I shout you out on this show. If you sign up, 
So shout out to James Malone. Shout out to you, man. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon. Uh, there's other stuff on there, too, but everybody who signs up gets a shout out. There's bonus episodes of this show, for example, and video and blah, 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 and you get it. Now I'm done with the fucking plugs. Took like two minutes, two and a half minutes. God, I hate him. I hate that I have to do it. I hate advertising myself. I hate money. I hate capitalism. I hate me. I hate talking. I hate doing this. I hate doing anything. I like sleep. Not really, because I don't do it. I get in bed, and then I lay there, and then I smoke weed, and I lay there. Then I watch something, then I lay there, and then out of sheer just physical exhaustion, it it really isn't mental exhaustion. My brain will stay up and just wonder if that thing I said 15 years ago was really that bad, and then convince itself that it is. It'll do that until the end of time, but then eventually my muscles get angry and my brain shuts off. That's how I... (laughs) That's how I go to bed. Uh, how are you? Doing great in quarantine. As you can tell, I'm sleeping less than ever, and I have the least I've ever had to do. That's fun. And um, yeah, I'm being all performative about it, but uh, it sucks. But I'm also okay. Um, if you listen to my Patreon podcast, I had a little bit of a wig out last week. And uh, after I vented, it's just, you know, I think we're probably all the same. You, um, the stress and difficulty of quarantine comes and goes. You adjust, you learn, it becomes your baseline, you're fine, the stress grows and grows and grows, you explode, at least that's what I've been doing. And so, something about the holidays and New Year's just like really cranked me into high gear with quarantine stress, and then it came to a head in the past couple weeks. Things have leveled out. And you know how I solved it? I started going outside more, getting more exercise, and uh, taking things off my plate. Which, by the way, is always the answer to every problem I've ever had. It isn't that fucking annoying. If I really think about it, uh, every single time I've been stressed out, pissed off, uh, depressed, uh, had some mental health issue, aside from the times it's like, you know, breakups, and like the sadnesses of being alive. Um, it's generally like, you know, I'm freaking out. I'm feeling terrible. I drank some water. I slept more. I went for a run every day for a week and I, um, took five things off my schedule that I wanted to do, but didn't have to. And then wouldn't you know it? I felt okay. God damn it. (laughs) By the way, I did the John Stewart packet. I did the packet. I did the packet. And this is important. I, I Okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 16th. It comes out. It has been released Friday, February 19th. On Monday, February 15th of 2021, President's Day in quarantine uh, was the day that a uh, writing packet to submit to write for the new untitled John Stewart Apple TV Plus show was due. It was due 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you had to email it in. It was, I don't know if it was an open call, but it was like you didn't have to be submitted by your reps. Um, and it made its way into, we were all sharing it with each other. I got it from a friend. I shared it with friends. This happens with writing packets and writing jobs in general there are i don't know i don't know if right now there are a lot of writing jobs personally for me 
This is the first writing job I've applied to in a long time. I stopped a while ago, and it was because I didn't want a writing job. Writing was always the less important part of, well, not the less important part of comedy for me, the less, the harder part. It was the part I was less adept at. So I didn't try to, I started my first like two, three years of comedy. I submitted a lot of writing packets, especially after I got a manager like a year in, which by the way, it was cool that I got one. It was too early. I wasn't ready. They didn't really get me. I was submitting for jobs that didn't make sense for me. But still, I had a manager. And uh, and so I had a little bit of a line to the industry, and I would get submissions for writing jobs. And I submitted, and after two or three years of doing that, I stopped because I didn't really see myself as a writer. I mean, you have to write when you're a stand-up, but... I wasn't on the writing side and writing was the, that was the handicap I had. I had a long way to go. And, uh, and so I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't want to spend my time doing writing packets because it was hard enough for me to learn how to write stand up, And I knew I had a long way to go and it's stiff competition. So I don't want to, f- and also my main goal isn't to write for someone else's TV show. I like making my own shit. I will write for someone else's TV show, especially now, which is the point that I'm making in the grand sense I didn't want to work for someone else, so I figured I would take myself out of the game. But recently, I've been kind of wanting to, especially since I like my writing now. I think I've learned a lot and grown a lot. I think I'm actually good at it now, and I like the challenge of writing for someone else's voice. And um, it's just fun to sit and write jokes for me when it didn't actually used to be as much. So I'm looking for it. So when my, uh, I'm looking for um, opportunities to do that and... Uh, and uh, writing on someone's show sounds fun. So when I got this from a friend, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to do it. And I think that happened for a lot of people. And then this interesting thing happened. The reason I'm saying it on the show is that people just started talking about it on Twitter, and then it became one of those things. You know how that happens on Twitter where there's a thing, like Allison Leiby, who's, by the way, such a fucking good comedy writer while we're talking about comedy writing, she tweeted something about bodegas in New York, and then everyone freaked out about it. And by the end of the day, we were all talking about the, quote, the bodega tweet. And then we talked about the bodega tweet for three fucking days. <laughs> this was like that. Somebody just mentioned the packet, and then someone else mentioned the packet. And then we kind of all learned that we were all submitting, and there were hundreds, possibly thousands of comedians and comedy writers of all ages and experience levels submitting to this. And uh, and so it was fun. But then it turned into this thing that was like, I don't know, it, see, it became sort of hopeless. The posts about it became like, none of us are getting this job. This is useless. What even is a packet? I'm ridiculous for submitting this packet. The fact that everyone got this packet is stupid. Why did everyone get the packet? And then I actually don't, I came in late to the game because I was working on the packet. I didn't look at Twitter. Um And by the time I looked at it, I couldn't even really understand what the general tone that people were projecting about the packet was. It just seemed like they were angry. It seemed like Twitter was mad that there was a packet and sad that everyone got it and were making fun of the sheer idea of a packet. And so I just wanted to say to you, as somebody who participates in comedy Twitter and wrote the packet, that I did the packet and I support the idea of doing the packet. And I want to tell you why. Um, first of all, like I said, I want to write comedy 
as a job. So I should probably apply for jobs that are writing comedy. If I don't get it, well, then I'm getting the experience of applying for those types of jobs. Here's another reason why I did the packet. I have an industry that I'm in that I've been working on this craft for a long time. And yes, comedy and entertainment um, are the ladder of how to get to the get to where you want to be is is amorphous. It's not a straight line. It's not an obvious path how to get there. And there are these like sort of cattle call open casting. Anyone can apply things. So it's it's difficult to know um, if you're even in the ball game of the thing you're applying for. But let's not let that deter from this fact. This is my industry. This is the field that I'm in. So I should apply for jobs in the field I'm in. If you're an accountant, you apply to be an accountant. Now, like I said, it's a little easier there because they can say we're looking for someone who went to school for this long and has worked in this long, uh, this type of field in accounting for this long and uh, has experience in these specific programs and, and blah, blah, blah. And you can gauge it based on what you got paid at your last gig and be like, okay, this is an upgrade, but not too much. So I'm not lying to myself or them. I understand that it's amorphous, but let's please not forget this is our job that we chose this field. We should try to get jobs in our field. Uh, here's another reason why I think that we should apply for these jobs. We all need money. So why the fuck wouldn't you also you have time just do it. And and I know that all, everything I'm saying is just obvious, but I, I thought it was important to say because it seemed like from the the despondent tone the sadness and anger of twitter where everyone was like this is futile the packet the packet oh a packet and then people were getting mad about people tweeting about the packet i just like just because it's hard to get a job doesn't mean you shouldn't try Comedy's hard this is fucking hard dude it's so many people that i started with are like making a lot of money in comparison to me does that mean i should quit does that mean it's all over. No, of course it doesn't. It certainly doesn't mean I should stop trying. We all have different trajectories. It takes longer for those for some of us to learn than others. Some people have more privilege than others. It's harder and easier for others for different reasons all across the board. But you shouldn't fucking quit. Especially there's just something about comedy where because you have to do it for free for so goddamn long. And I know that a lot of people who applied to that job who wrote that packet have never gotten paid for comedy writing or performing or whatever. And I get it because I didn't for a long time either. And because of that, and because anyone can do it, we build this culture where it's like fun and it is fun. And that's why you pick it. And that's also why it's really fucking hard. It's really fucking hard because it's fun and you're trying to have fun for a living. So yeah, it's fucking hard and you have to do it for free for a long time when something's so goddamn fun and it's so rooted in fun. But it's still the field you chose. We have to stop talking about this thing that we are pursuing, grinding at, working at, obsessing over and and thinking, obsessing over and thinking about. (laughs) Uh, We have to stop thinking about it as some leisure activity that just drowns us in stress. We are actively working on it as a career, and thus it makes sense to apply for jobs And on that exact same note, 
fucking shut up about the goddamn packet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't really want to say that last part because I don't like, you know, if you made fun of the packet, I don't give a fuck. And I don't like Twitter is just people being like, you did this lame. And then someone says, hey, you can't say that was lame about them doing that. And then someone says, hey, you can't say you can't say that was lame about them doing that. And everybody has a very specific opinion about what we're saying, what we're talking about. And everybody's mad. No one's listening to each other. No one's having fun. And we can't hang out anymore. Anyway, my guest this week is Deborah D. Giovanni, who's one of my favorite comedians on earth. I love her dearly. I miss her. And we had such a great conversation. I hope you enjoy. Good Deborah, hi. Hi, Dave. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Oh, my it's God. It's good to see you, too. It's been a long time. It has. Yeah, it really has. It's been, you know, about a year, oh, yeah. I would say. Oh. Somewhere in the realm of a year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You know what's funny is that I don't know if, like, um, I, I hope this isn't uh, awkward. I'm going to tell you a, a, a thing that I like about our friendship. Yeah. And it's always a little bit of a risk to do that because there's the chance that you're going to be like, I do not feel this way. Uh, <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. No, no, no. I mean, you're a person who uh, I think we've gotten slowly closer yeah. over the last few years yeah. and we never turned into the type of friends that hang yeah. out a lot, like go out of our way to be like, you and I, you and me, yeah. we should go to a movie. Yeah, like yeah. we've never been that type of friend. Yeah. But I was, we did a lot of shows together and I would see you a lot. And, uh, and I really missed that. Yeah. And you're one of those people where every time I got to see you is such a joy. So this is just really nice. That's nice to meet you. I feel, I feel <laughs> the same because, nice you know, I'm, I'm one of those, I've, I I feel like I'm one of those people that do it. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not, I have a little trouble being social. So like, I am not one, I'm not a person that people are like, we're going to a movie. But like, when we see each other, yeah. it, it's not like we never have to go, oh, hey, sorry, I haven't. Being, you know what I mean? It's just like back to friends. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Totally. We reset every time. It's just back to friends. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's a big part of like, like, okay, I'm 38. Yeah. You're, you know, in your early 20s. <laughs> and, uh, yes. and uh, <laughs> times two. Look, I'm 14. Yeah. You're 11. I'm 17. And, uh, <laughs> that's how we feel and we know it. That's how we both emotionally feel. <laughs> um yeah i no like we what i'm we are adults is my point and um and i you know i look on instagram and twitter and i see that there are comedians i know that seem to have the types of friendships with other adults where they you know meet up and do stuff Mm. and i consciously think I want to be that and I'll get jealous. I'm like, Oh, why didn't I get invited to the thing where three people watched frozen two or whatever? <laughs> but, but actually I don't want that. The way my brain works is I'm alone. I'm a grown up. I wake up, I drink coffee. I don't talk to anybody. I watch the news. I don't talk to anybody except my girlfriends. And my, but I do like, you know, friendships and stuff. And I want, and I, I, I wonder if for both of us, that's what comedy is. And that's part of why we're missing comedy. That's, yes, I think so too. Because it's all of my social is gone. Like, that's exactly the same thing for me. It's like when we go to shows, I'm, I've, and I've always been the kind of comic that I show up like, you know, 
usually 10 minutes before the host. You know what I mean? Like I'm always there, like the bar just right. opened. I'm like, I'm on the show. I show up early. I watch the show. I'm almost always last, right? You know, I'm almost always closing the show. So, but right. I watch everybody because that's my social. It's like, if I'm doing one show, I'm going for the whole show. I'm going to yeah. hang out. And then, you know, after I yeah. everyone, give everyone a hug and then I go home. But I'm like, that's, that's my, that's, I mean, even though it's not like, you know, like I don't go out yeah. for drinks after, I just don't, but that's my social. So my social is gone right now, you know? And it's like, I, I went from like medium Man. amount of social to zero. So it's, um, I feel it, you know, it must be, it must be terrible for actual social people though, for like people that, you know, go for drinks once a week and then do this uh, once. I mean, like that must, it right. must be absolute terror for them, but you know, cause I am, I'm, I'm an introvert. I'm a loner. You know, I will say I am also that. Yeah. You know, I am like both of these things in that, like the only socializing and seeing my friends was at yeah. shows now that I think about it. But once I'm out, I'm like, where's the bar? Yeah, also, because this is your social let's night. Let's go to a diner. Yes. I want. Yeah. You're going for yeah, it. Totally. You're going for yeah, it. You're yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is my social night. I'm going to cram it all in. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you, so do you live alone? I do. I've lived alone for uh, a long time. You now. do, yeah, I have. I've, I mean, since probably, I'm gonna say I've lived alone for like at least like 18 years now. So, yeah, long time. Oh yeah. my god, I'm an old that's woman. Wonderful. I'm an old woman. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I am. I'm much older than you. I am. <laughs> I turned 50 in a month. Well, what you know, the fuck. You turned 50 I turned in a month. 50. It's I even saying it. <laughs> even saying it is insane. It feels like who's 50? Who just said I was 50? What? Because I feel 17. I, I you know what's funny is that obviously I'm not right, as do I. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not 50 and uh yeah, you know, and nor nor will I ever be. <laughs> <laughs> I uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking 50, okay? Um, no, no, no. I, uh, I'm not going to pretend to re- to know exactly what that feels like, but I yeah. know what it feels like in the sense that last night, uh, literally last night, while I was falling asleep, I was stoned out of my mind. And I just had this thought at like three in the morning. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, there's like three in the morning and I was just laying there and I was like, how in God's name am I 38? How is that? <laughs> no, seriously, it feels like because it feels like, and this is so I'm I'm like this is such an old woman thing to say, but it literally feels like twenty minutes has passed, and you're like, wait a minute, what? How is this? Like, it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel real. Like, and even like my because you know I have a twin sister, but like even my twin sister who's like a married woman with three children. And, you know, she's even like, how are we 50? I'm like, I don't know. Like, well, she would, she should be 50. She's a married woman with three children. She should be 50. But it's like, I'm like, what? I still, (laughs) I still live like a college student. You know, I mean, these are not, I'm not necessarily proud of that, but it feels, you (laughs) know what I mean? That's not, that's not a, that's not a list of accomplishments. But it, it, it is, it does feel weird. Like once I think, I think, I feel like once you pass like 30, like every to every year you go, wait a minute, how am I this old? It just, it starts to get weird. It starts to get weird. But right. 50 is like, well, ugh. I think, you know, what's one of the things about comedy. Comedy is, is extra tough on this lifestyle in in a bunch of obvious ways, but also I think psychologically, yeah. it's tough to get yourself out of college mindset when you're a comedian, mm. you know, not only because there are still house parties and, 
there will always be 22 year old comedians. So it like yes, kind of yes. won't culturally change, but there's a yeah. thing where like comedy feels to me like I'm constantly changing my major. Doesn't it feel that way? <laughs> I just, yes. yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That's such a good way of saying it. It's true. You, Oh yeah. You're always you disappointing your parents. And then it's like, you're yes. just always, you know what I mean? You're <laughs> totally. always disappointing your parents. How am I going to tell my parents? Like, that's what it feels like. And, you know, and I'm in, a, I'm in a weird spot, too, like just my age, because first of all, it's like, I know, like, the unwritten rule is I'm not supposed to be saying I'm 50, and I don't give a fuck. But it, there's also this whole thing of like, you know, women aren't allowed to age. And it's like, ugh, stupid. But, like, in terms of like, Jesus, you know, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. But it's um in terms of like our community, the comedy community, because you're right. There's always 22 year old comedians. There's always young people showing up. Mm-hmm. Like my my average age of my yeah. friends is about 36. Do you know I mean that's it? Like most right. of my friends are you know between the ages right. of like 30 and 40. Like that's so everyone is a lot younger than me. And I go right. okay, you know. But it's I also attribute that to the fact that like you know, I, I went from Toronto to LA. So when I arrived in LA, it was like, oh, I'm new. So I sort of was with the gang of newer comics, sort of hanging out in that realm, who also happened to be 15 years younger than me. The people that are my right. age, the Jackie Cations, <laughs> the Lori Kilmartins, they're all fucking successful. So I'm all like, I am I allowed to hang out with you? Um, no, okay. Right. I'm not the head writer of Conan. You're right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to go back here. Like, so it's this strange, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I should be hanging out with people my age, but they're way too successful yes. for me. And I'm not saying the people around me aren't successful. They are. But it's just, it's weird. Like, where do I go? I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I really don't. Oh, God. <laughs> I, wow. Again, I don't fully relate, but yeah, I relate but you know, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I, I... Yeah, it's interesting how, like, age becomes this other thing yeah. in comedy. I think maybe that's another reason it's fucking with your head. Mm. Because age in comedy and, like, progression in comedy is those are, of course, the people you're going to hang out with. First of all, yeah. they're who you're around. But secondly, like, mm-hmm. man, I would actually love to hear your feeling on this. I've been going through this thing, yeah. and, and I reala- and it's, it's on me. It's my fault. Nobody who's more successful than me did this to me. But I... I realized, like, I, I I didn't even know I was doing it, but if I look back at the past couple of years, well, starting one year ago, a year before then, you know what yeah. I mean? In the past year, nothing fucking happened. Yeah, yeah. I've been in a, I've been under the bed. Yeah. Hiding it, under it, my own yeah, bed. It, it but, was, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've come across, I've like run into way more successful friends of mine, like three or four times people that I'm that I like really like and get along with that are way more successful than me. And I acted really weird. Like one time I saw a friend of mine who's super, I'm not going to say their name because it doesn't matter, but I, I saw they were really, yeah. they, I saw them at a bar and they came up to me and they were like, Hey, I was at good heroin and you weren't there. And it really bummed me out. How are you? And I literally said to them, I like laughed and I was like, Oh yeah, I really bummed you out or something like that. And I was like, oh. I thought I was laughing it off and being silly. And they looked at me like, no, no, I, no, I, I missed you. And then I laughed it off too. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. And that was such a dickheaded move on my part, but I didn't mean to. I was just like, I thought they were being silly no, and that funny. That was self-protection. And, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. Yes. That was also self-protection of just like, I don't really know what to do in this moment. So I'm going to go back to the last time we saw right. each other vibe kind of thing. 
I hear yeah, that. Yeah, and it yeah. like it, it's I a, a month went by and it popped into my head and I was like, oh my god! And it was like the third or fourth time it had <laughs> happened with somebody who like is very yeah. successful on TV. And I realized like, oh, I I'm really worried about my career. I think that I'm not worthy of the attention of my friends who are obviously my equals. We've yes. always liked each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you I've think gotten you should myself into this psychological place. Yeah, totally. I'm like, well, obviously yeah. they wouldn't. They would be kidding when they say they want to hang out with me. Yeah, it's a thing with me yes, that, that I had they to work miss on. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hear that. And you so I mean, I guess I'm say, asking. I, I mean, please, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is. It's like. By the way, can I just say, Deb? I think we have a pretty so bad strange. delay here. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Oh fuck. The okay. delay. I think we. You know what? Uh, let's try. I think I want to pause this and then switch over to another yeah. medium. Are you okay with okay, that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, totally, totally. And we are on Zoom. We have switched to Zoom. <laughs> we switched to Zoom. Here we are. The old Once standby. Again. I was oh, trying Zencaster. Zencaster's cool because it separates your tracks into separate, you know, you so you can uh, fuck with the levels. But uh, your video was basically just yeah. like four gray boxes. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, there was like a five second lag. Yeah. And um, we're back with the old standby. There we go. I had to get rid of my fucking Tesla and get back into my covered Uh. wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. Um, Yeah. All right. So we were talking about famous friends. Yeah. And how uh, I uh, cannot, I have like psychologically gotten so down on myself that I forgot that I'm friends with them. And I, and I don't think I was mean, but I just like a few times have been, it also happened to me one time, a guy came up to me at an open mic in New Orleans and he was like, uh, uh, Hey man, I really liked your cordon set. And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. And he goes, (gasps) I did. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I've literally had to be like, damn, okay, clearly I got down on myself in the past two years to the point where it's like fact to me, and I got to stop putting that on people. Yeah, I know. It's hard, yeah. though. It, yeah, Because I, I, have, I have that problem, too. Like, I went through when I, like, just even starting stand-up, I went through, like, years of if I didn't think the set was perfect and someone said to me, good set, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Totally. And then, like, you know, my friends were like, hey, guess what you can't do? You can't tell someone you think they're wrong. You know, and I was like, yeah. yeah, okay. Because it's frustrating for the person giving the compliment. But it's sometimes, I mean, I get it, though. It's a very easy place to go, you know? Yeah. That it's just, like... You know, don't, don't, don't placate me. Don't kind of, you know, give me that sort of like, you're okay kind of vibe. And it's like, ugh. I wonder, I mean, specifically for me, I think it's, it, this was the fir- during the first wave of me. I yeah. mean, the reality is that I don't have any money. I, uh, other than not having any money, I like where I'm at, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not having any money and having friends that were doing things in comedy with money bored its way into my head and I let it make me think I was inferior. I really did. And that sucks. And it's just, it's the, it's a much higher level of the thing you're talking about, which I also went through, which is like, uh, Hey, nice set. Ah, oh, whatever. Like, yes, uh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Which is really insulting, you know? Yes. Because it's that, it is that thing of just like, you just said to that person, your opinion is stupid or wrong. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. But we don't mean it like that. Like, that's right. the thing. It's like, we're not meaning it like that, but it comes out like that, you know? Now, totally. okay, I wanted to go back to this, like, just us being in the pandemic and in quarantine. So where do you, like, where do you stand on all this? Like, right now, I'm I'm at a place where, like, 
I feel I feel really strange right now because I am like, how do you feel about COVID? I'm still scared of it. I don't yes. I'm still I'm still actively trying not to get it. And I don't feel like the rest of the world is doing that anymore. And oh I my feel God. weird. Deborah, you know, I just I'm feel weird. So and happy. Like, I'm doing shows and I'm like, what? I'm not I don't want to do shows yet. I cannot tell you how relieved it feels to hear you say this because like i literally just okay so not only am i still scared and and taking all the precautions and steps yeah but like so the way it went for me was i was really scared and taking a lot of precautions then and i think you were like this too i lightened up in the summer yeah and it was like fall for me like august october i was all like okay yeah well the case numbers had gone down and every Every doctor said, like, yeah, it's harder for viruses to transmit in the, in the heat, you know? Yeah. And then sure enough, uh, Thanksgiving hits and the case numbers go up, especially yeah. in L.A., like fucking yeah. crazy. So since then, I, I was like, well, my opinions were this. One, my, my safety and my girlfriend, I don't want us to get sick. But also, yeah. between unemployment and a little bit of income, I am not monetarily fucked so mm-hmm. i sh- what the what i can contribute to this is staying home completely so i i thought i kind of thought in this winter surge everyone who could was like really holding up i thought that was the general consensus yes, yes. and i would yeah. i would say the exact i'm totally with you on the timeline as well totally okay. with you on the timeline like i traveled in september like i went yeah. home to toronto you know right. i mean like I, I went to england you know, I like I I traveled and I was I ready home. to do that for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And then yeah. but it was Thanksgiving because yeah. I know that it's like I really feel like since December, I'm not good. You know, I don't right. I don't feel good about it. Like, I feel really strange. And like and I've had a couple of people going, you know, we're doing outdoor shows. And here's the thing with me. I don't want to get sick because I have to be honest with you. I feel like if I get it, I may not survive and I would like to live. Do you know, I just would. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Yes. And that's a big thing for me. Wanting to live <laughs> is a huge step for Deborah. So great, you know, but. It's wow! Like, congratulations, yeah. I mean, thank you. Hello, but that must be a be a fifty year old thing. <laughs> Wait for it, man. Twelve years. It's gonna be great. Uh, you'll be just hanging there. Um, but I, you know, so now I'm getting this like, oh, but it's outdoors and it's totally. But you know what though, too, without being totally weird, like there's a part of my brain that goes, yeah, okay, so oh, they'll give us a fresh mic and we're still. But I'm like, but I'm, but that I'm asking people to congregate, yes, and that makes me feel gross. Hundred percent. And it's just like, oh, but you know, they want to come, and I'm like, but they. Sh- they shouldn't be though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like there should only be like nine people in the crowd. Yeah. And then that's not fun for anyone anyway. So it's just so I feel very strange because I feel like, especially in Los Angeles, I feel like there's this whole aspect of hustle. Are you still hustling? This yeah. is not the time for hustling. This is the time for staying home and getting this done. Because yeah. I just see it, I'm just like Listen, I've hustled for a long fucking time, but there's a goddamn global pandemic going on with a killer virus. And it's, I mean, that even those words sound insane, but it's like, can't we just all, can't we all just take a breath for a minute? And I know it's been a long time. It's almost been a year, but it's like, I'm sorry. We might, it might have to be a bit longer. And I feel like this, like 
feeling of like going to be left behind. Does yes. that mean, you mean? Like, yes. I feel like everyone's gonna be like, oh, well, Deborah didn't risk her life during the, the pandemic. So <laughs> she's not a comedian anymore. And it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. I know what you mean. That's what I feel like. In every way. I, yeah. I'm so happy you're saying this because it's Ugh. the exact thing I've been worried about. I, I like, yeah, how do you reconcile? Like, it feel it still feels very terrifying and, and real. I mean, and look, yeah. I mean, so this is the Good Heroin podcast. Mm-hmm. Good Heroin started as a live show and will one day be again. Go again, yeah. And the thing that, like, we're in a really interesting spot with Good Heroin because um, I know exactly what a COVID safe good heroin live show is we've worked on it and talked about it we know how we would do it i really want to and it would be amazing because good heroin was the fucking best you know it was the best so many people came and they were all great and the venues great oh yeah 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 everyone got it and Mm -hmm. and uh even if they didn't they did pretty quickly because there were so many people there that got it you know and it was like just this family community fun warm welcoming safe vibe um in comedy and all the comedians were great yeah. Well, and uh, look, I'm biased. We booked them. I yeah. like them. But, but you no, know, like, you know, a show is, you know, a show people love a show when everyone comes to hang out at the show. Yes, totally. Like, that's it. That's a huge marker of like, this is a fun show. This is a show that people want to support. Anyway, go on. So, so there's a, you know, in, it's obviously in a small bookstore, cafe, bar on the back patio, but there's an alley behind the building and directly behind that alley is a block wide metered parking lot Mm -hmm. and uh the owner has already talked to the neighborhood council and they are like gonna give us the parking lot that and uh and also the liquor laws have changed so you can like serve beer to go so the deal is that we would basically like x off spots in the parking lot six feet away from each other put a stage on the end do a show to like a group of people in a big parking lot open air yeah 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 but here's the thing with that I was I was like just talking to two very good friends of ours the other day about this. And I'm like, where you're at, I'm really worried. And they were like, what the fuck, dude? You have to do this now. It's <laughs> it's totally allowed and uh, and no one will get hurt. But my problem is probably, yes, if we started doing this in March at the beginning mm-hmm. of spring. Yeah. Cases are a little on the downturn. It's outside. They're six feet away. It would probably be safe. But cases aren't that low and not that many people are vaccinated no and there's so many variants and it's still like yeah i looked at the number yesterday it was like at like 11 in the morning twenty seven thousand people had died or some fuck or no twenty seven thousand people had gotten it and two thousand people had died or some fucking crazy shit and it's like if i create a live event that results in even one person getting COVID 19 seriously yeah it's like, I, how do I morally, like, how I, do I fucking I don't know. live with myself? I don't know. Yeah. See, so then I, so I look at it and I kind of, because I know, because, and the thing is that we're all so desperate to perform because it's been, this is what people need to understand too. This is like, we're, we're stand-ups. Me and you, we're stand-ups. You know, I want to Stand-ups act, over all things, other types of comedy. we are stand-ups yes. more yeah. than we're not anything else, you know? Right. So it's like, it's been totally taken away from us you know and yes i do zoom shows but it's not the same it's never going to be the same and it's also you know i was fortunate enough that i was on stage a lot and so it's like oh maybe i do one zoom show a week it's like this is it's everything that i know my social life my work 
you know, the thing that I love that keeps me sane, gone. So yes, everyone is desperate to get it back. But it's that thing of like, too soon, going too soon. Because you know, the fact when, right. when we started, when the vaccine started rolling out, it was like, okay, great. But I knew this was going to happen though. Like, yes. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be that person, but I knew it was. I knew it was, there was going to be, oh, we can't, there's not enough vaccine and having trouble getting the vaccine. It's like, okay, everyone calm down. I feel like once we're getting to that point where it's like, it's, you know, cause we know this is Trump too. He left without a plan. So Biden's had to completely start over. So yeah. like once we get a plan, once the vaccines, I mean, maybe summer, maybe yeah. summer is what I'm hoping for, but I'm kind of yeah. just like, guys, I just feel like until winter, like, let's just all chill until like real proper spring. Do you know what I mean? Like, April or May, maybe, you know, and then we can see where we're at. But I, I know what you mean. It's like, because you see all this, you see all these, we see these stories all the time. People doing this and they're like, oh, Dave Chappelle has COVID. Uh, you know, oh, right. Brian Regan has COVID. And all these people, and you're just like, okay, okay. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Here's I don't the thing, though. Say. I'll oh. say, there's yeah. also, like, I, so when I was hanging out with these friends of ours and they're yeah. like, they, I will also say there are people that are being really safe mm-hmm. and aren't like lunatics. They're just a little softened yeah. up compared to me. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to like reinforce it wasn't hard to talk to them. It was just it was this interesting difference in perspective that mm-hmm. like even that little bit of distance where they were like going to walk to a taco truck to get food. Yeah. And I just wouldn't do that right now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, like, I know, and it, it, it is. It's just it's the minute, like it's the little right. tiny. It's just that line, that sliver. Because I mean, I'm thinking I know who you're talking about, and I know how safe they're being, and they yeah. are being safe. But they do. It's I, weird I, because I, it's, it's the subtle. The subtle difference is fucked mm-hmm. up, because the subtle difference for me is the difference between doing good heroin and not. And mm-hmm. the only reason that's really a problem is what you said earlier about how I'm like, well. It's going to take me probably three or four more months, like you said, until summer for me to be like, okay, cases are down. Yeah. We can do this. But does that three or four month period mean I'm now completely behind as a touring comedian because they've opened shit back up and comics that are a little bit more willing to risk their lives are going to work now? Yeah. I have have friends that are touring clubs right now. Yes. And I just look at it. I'm like... Okay, so are there other states are doing okay, I guess? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you know to, the thing is, yeah. the thing is, though, like, right now, okay, honestly, like, do you, I mean, you personally, do you know anyone that's been really ill with COVID? Because no. I know people that have gotten it, but I don't know anyone that's been really ill with it, right? But you know what's we funny? know it's that's the, happening. Right. But we know it's happening. So it's like, it's, it's that strange thing, too, because people, are, do you know anyone, though? And I'm like, yeah, but. Right. Just because I don't know anyone, what does that mean? Like, does that mean like, oh, so it doesn't, it doesn't exist. And it's also, it's all very scary too, because it's like, yes, okay, some people get, you get it and they, they get better and then it's fine. But then you're seeing all these people that come up and they're like, yeah, I was fine for three months and then I got so sick and it's like, right. oh God, it's all crazy and it's all crazy making as we are displaying right now. The other thing I think that's fucking with my head about it, I don't think about it too much because I'm not really related to these guys that much but when it comes into my head it's like the whole rogan family Mm. of comedians have not only have they moved to austin but they've moved to austin i didn't know this until like a week ago when i talked to an austin comic friend of mine 
they're all doing shows in oh yeah like, in theaters filled with people yeah and and so it's just very interesting that like that that family of comedians of which like I'm not an MMA guy I'm not a tough I'm not guy even, I'm not even I'm, even remotely on the periphery of that never even close. tried yeah. to be in that world yeah. Yeah. nor yeah. nor would I really yeah uh, and and they're like they were hot shit pre pandemic doing this thing that is not me at all yeah. and I, I just I just don't had a visual like. of you being there with them I'm saying I just I just had the visual of you being in the broken circle standing on the edge just going going what hey guys update <laughs> like I just that just makes me giggle Do what's me? funny is that the, the, <laughs> that is the case with a lot of our that friends that is hey plenty of people in that world that I that are like <laughs> Just really funny comics who end yeah. up in there, and it happens. I see, yeah. I see them being like, "Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm here now. I'm standing here. Look at me." <laughs> it's just so interesting that like this world I don't understand, uh, and that got so popular off of whatever. Man, Whatever. I'm like talking shit now, and I don't even mean to. Like, I'm not. No, no, it's, fucking, it's and we're not. It is. It's just because it's everything. I'm just so not macho, and think, they're so no, macho, yeah, and it got yeah, so popular. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then we go into a fucking pandemic, and then of course, because of their macho ness, they're like, whatever. I'll move to a place where we can do shows and do shows, and they keep doing it, and so they keep doing this thing that I'm not, that I don't want to be, but it is allowing them to do so much stand up. I know. It's so I know. I know. And that's the thing, because I mean, I really, I, I mean, we all do. I really miss, I really miss performing. But then at the same time, it's just, you see, I, it's just such an odd, but no one ever would have dreamt that we would be in a global pandemic. No shit. I'm telling you 10 <laughs> guesses. I never would have guessed. I would have guessed zombie attack before a global pandemic. Yes. Like, I'm serious. Like, I never, my brain was never, and then the world will shut down. So no one knows what's going on. No one knows what they're doing, but there really is, there does seem to be, like, even in comedy, like I, you see on Twitter, it's like, there are the people that are like, what are you doing? Stay home. Everyone, don't be a dick. And then there are other people going, hey, I'm going to be in Tulsa. And it's like, <laughs> okay, you know, right. okay, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, you know. And then it's and it's scary too because like once you know, there then there's the talk of like once the world comes back, and it's like that's strange talk as well too. Yes. You know, God, it's like, you know, talking to like my dad or something. You know, be like, so what do you think you'll be you'll be working again in 2022? And I'm like, probably not. Yeah. Like, and I can't even go there. I can't even think about that because I won't get up. Like I'll stay in bed forever because it's like you know clubs and stuff. It's like oh no no no. Clubs are going to book all their A plus comics. I I am third string. Maybe right. I'm third string. Do you know? So it's like, oh yeah, but it's just it's one of those things. I'm like, yeah, I can't. Sometimes it's just like sometimes you just got to stay really present, or it's just it's not possible. You know, it's just not possible. Okay, you were saying that it's like except for comedy, you're okay, or except for like, yeah, except for worrying about where our next paycheck is going to come from. But you're generally okay. Ah, yeah, I know. It's weird because I am fine in the sense that I am safe. Mm -hmm. I'm also yeah. lucky in that yeah. I met a girl in like on Bumble in August that I am crazy about and we hang yeah. out all the time. I have a girlfriend and it's been, you know, it's crazy is that we met in the pandemic and we've been dating almost six months. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Yes, it is. Uh, I can't even believe it's been six months 
that we were in a pandemic. I yeah, yeah. I know, I know, and that yeah. Weird. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm the same thing. It's like I'm like for me, it's like you know, day by day. Like some days I wake up and I'm go okay, and then some days I wake up and go, no, I'm weird. I'm strange today. I'm sad and I'm weird, <laughs> and I don't know what to do. And like there are some days where I'm like, all I all all I can get myself to do is make my bed, and then I don't even know what I do during the day, and then the day just passes, and I go okay. And yeah. that's and that's it. But you know what? Though oddly enough, though too, I also have met someone in the pandemic. No way! Isn't that insane? That's great. That is. It's, it's the same thing. It's just like pandemic's happening. I is it me? Are we? I, <laughs> yes. Have I been talking I, about you? Six months. I'm so happy with you. Um, yeah, happy anniversary. Wow! Eddie. Congratulations, uh, That's Great. But seriously, like I started talking to a guy in like May of last year, awesome. and I know, and we met on Instagram, and then. It's um, uh, then we said like, you know, kind of we're like, OK, are we going to are we dating now? Is it just me and you? And that was like July. And so it's like, I mean, it's been that long. This is all the only thing for me, though, is he lives in England. So I, I went uh, to go meet him in England. That's why I was no like, shit. oh, no, I was in Canada. And that's when it was all calmish. And I'd been working in Canada. And he was like, now is the time to come. You're in Canada. Quicker flight, easier. And I was like, yep. So I went and like spent three weeks with him in October. Wow. I know. And now it's like, you know, I'm totally I mean, I am. Oh, my God. I'm. You're crazy about it. Totally oh, crazy about him. Wildly great. in love with him. And it's like, <laughs> it's so weird because it's like everything is so awful. Is like, it Boris yeah. Johnson? Are you, are you dating? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. That would make him fucking insane. He hates the Tories. But anyway, well, he just he does. does. And now I know what the Tories are because of him. But anyway, but it's like this. But it's so strange because it's like in a pandemic and it's been the worst year. And then I'm like, it's been the worst year except I met him. You know what I mean? Like it's just right. weird to... It's yeah. odd. And I'm like, I'm, I'm super grateful because the same thing. I'm safe. I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm still able to pay my rent somehow. And then, you know, and I met this man and it's like, great. Everything else is shit and I'm scared all the time, but you know, right. but, I, but I'm also, but I'm also okay. It's very odd. It's very right. strange. You know, it's very, and it's so weird that because like, let's say these relationships last, it's like, it'll be like, I met them in the pandemic and the worst year in history. Totally. And it's like, oh, okay. It's, it's very strange. It's all very strange. <laughs> totally. You know? uh, yeah. How'd you meet? Well, we were sitting in the middle of the battle of Gettysburg. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there was uh, there were bullets exactly. flying over our heads, <laughs> it was like, and I was like, you "Are have you a nice single? smile?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, um, bye. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's weird too, and I wonder if like I I always feel like I should qualify my feelings in the pandemic for that reason. Like I I have a roof over my head. I'm lucky to have yeah. enough money, and yeah. I have uh, my girlfriend, and I'm yeah. I'm grateful for all these things, and those are the things that enable me to stay inside and really quarantine. And I'm yeah. grateful for that as, yeah. as well. Um, and it, it's weird. It's, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to talk about it because of that, but yeah. I'm also fucked up. Yeah. The mental, the emotional toll is honestly pretty extreme. Deborah. It and is I, pretty extreme. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, I want that to not be the case so badly. And, um, you know, as much as I, I deal with depression and anxiety, I'm very, very open about those, uh, like, mental health issues I have. I, I go to therapy and stuff like that. I I also feel like I'm on top of it. And so I couldn't have called how bad it is, but I just, there's no denying. I, I've gone pretty crazy at times, and at this current week, I'm like, 
coming off a month and a half or so of like really it's hard to describe even because it's not like I sit in depression. It's more like I float around in a haze and I get really stressed out and really angry about tiny things and I can't cope mm. and I like lose sleep. And mm. it's just this like this great melancholy that I can't shake. Yeah, it's I'm 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 totally with you. And it's I. I it's the same thing. It's like I also, you know, deal with mental uh, mental issues and mental, you know, yeah. problems. But I also go to therapy and we deal with it. I'm open about – but there is – and again, I'm fine. But then there is just that sort of hum underneath yes. where – and like there are some days where I am not fine. Like there are – I mean yeah. I cry more than I go, what am I doing? I just find – I just – I get very emotional. And then I feel strange too because I look around and it feels like – it's the same thing with like comedy and comedians performing. I look around and I go, what? You're all okay? Everyone's okay? Or are you just faking it really well? Because, yes, generally I'm okay, but I'm also not. And maybe this doesn't yeah. make sense, but that's – I don't know how else to describe it. Like I'm also not. Like I feel hopeless and scared and I feel like – all of this, you know, that I worked for in my career is gone and what's going to happen. And, you know, and the fact that my boyfriend lives so far away, I'm like, am I ever, are we ever yeah. going to get to, you know, he was supposed to, he was supposed to be here this week. He was supposed to arrive on Wednesday of last week, but it's just like, it's not the time to travel. And, you know, in, in England, they're shutting, you know, there's no flights. And, 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 okay. Sure. And it's wow. Just, Even okay. the prime minister can't travel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it is, there's that thing of like, you know, that it's kind of, uh, and I mean, again, it's like, okay, but, I, but I'm still fine. I'm still safe and I'm okay. Yeah. But I mean, often I feel just weird and yeah. like trash a lot, you know, I yes. really, I really do, you know? And like, if the world was like, start to supposed to start tomorrow, I got to tell you, I'm not going into it gracefully. Like I'm going to yeah. need, you know, like it's, everything's gone. I'd be like, oh, oh. like I'm, I'm going to need some time to readjust yeah. because yeah, I feel, I feel like there's, you know, I feel like there's a little damage has been done. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, there'll be some, there'll be a wait period, I think of, but anyway, I know Ugh. I can't even tell you. I, I like, uh, it was, couple weeks ago that i i don't remember exactly what it was but i had this like big revelation i was like you know up until i think right now right at this moment i was holding on i was pressing pause and i didn't have full ptsd yet i think that up until <laughs> january yeah uh, had things open back up i had been like you know it would have been difficult but then it's like no i'm different now i'm fully different yeah. I'm a different, yes. this has now made me fucking weird. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you too. Like, I do feel like I, I, I do. I just feel like I, no, I don't want to say irreparable, but it does feel like, oh no, no, I think I'm, I think I'm different, you know? And I worry about like, I worry about things like, like kids, like my sisters and my best friend, they have children. You yeah. know, and I go, what are they doing? Like, what are like 11 year old children? Are they fucked up forever now? It's right. like, is it? You know, it's like my best friend's daughter is like 15. So she's missed her first year of high school. She didn't get her first year of high school where she's Man. supposed to be like awkward and weird and crushing on dudes or crushing on girls. And like, you know, there's supposed to be a dance that she's all strange with her friends. And none of that's happening. And it's yeah. just, she's just by herself in her parents' house. She's an only child. And it's just like, I think, is this is, this is going to affect humans. Like it just, I, See, this is why we're not supposed to be saying, alone, right? Like, that's the thing. We're not supposed to. We're supposed to have connection. Yeah. And yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my new thing is um, 
and I've been talking to people about this. I think that we should eat children. Hear me out. I think we should, uh, <laughs> because people shouldn't be alone, and it's our only option. I think we should eat them. Anybody <laughs> under eighteen uh, is food. And uh, and look, you know, there are kids. And if you in have my a problem building. with that, that's your problem. Look, you know? you know, free speech. You know what I mean? I can say what I want. I can I'm eat who I want. If you can't vote, I can eat you, and that's how I feel. <laughs> And quite frankly, I don't think that I think you should be food if you can't rent a car yet. But oh I know that that's God, pushing well, me. That's, that's pushing it, I guess. <laughs> but I'm with yeah. you. I mean, yeah. Please. Yeah. See? I this eat people, young people only. <laughs> only. I'm not a fucking only. monster. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. It, anyway. Anyway. Can we please talk about something else <laughs> besides this topic I brought up and I'm the only one saying anything about? For God's sake! Um, For God's sake! Uh, well, Deborah, it's so nice to catch up it's with you. So, it's so nice to catch up. It's good to see you. And it's really I nice to. I love you. I'm I know. Not, I miss I'm you. Social, you know. God bless. And I love you too. Yeah. And, yeah. and it is also like triply nice to catch up with you because. I don't talk to a lot of people that are exactly in the same mindset. I know. Mindset it's actually, I, I have to tell you, this has been very like soothing because it's like, <laughs> nice. honestly, it has. It's just like, oh God, okay, okay, not totally alone. And I know there, there are others out there, and they don't want to say anything, especially comedian people. But it's just like, yeah, it's this is how we feel. And it's I okay. will say, Curtis Cook, mm-hmm. good, good buddy dude. of mine, good dude, yeah, good dude, good comedian. He, I do, um, drop something off at his house recently. Yeah. And I haven't seen him all pandemic. I got to his house and he basically, you know, not forcefully or anything, but he basically requested that I leave it in a bag on the front porch, the front step of the building. And then when I'm gone, he'll come out and grab it. Yeah. And that's even a little further safe than I am. Like I would have stood on the stoop and talked to him six feet away. Absolutely. I was just like. This is wonderful. Okay. I love yeah. you so much. Yeah. Thank yes. you for existing. Yeah, I mean, seriously, though, right? Because I would have done the same thing, too. I would have yes. worn my mask. I would have stood on the stoop and been like, hey, and had a chat. But you know what? If that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. That's, it's that's just it. like, you know, it. everything about everything we've talked about this entire uh, episode, like the 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 loud members of the comedy community that have whatever opinion either like you should always say prejudice yeah. shit or whatever <laughs> horrifying things people f- free speech or or fucking never say anything ever or um oh shut up masks don't yeah, matter yeah. <laughs> or like whatever all, the loudest of all these people are all you see and so yeah. it's hard i all I see are people doing their shows. Yeah. I don't see. And so, and then, so there's, yeah. So there's a lot of like quieter ones that yeah. aren't, do you know? So like, that's just the message to the earth. It's most people. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of yeah. us going, we're just trying to stay alive and stay keep safe, you alive. Stay alive. And, yeah. 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 Not kill your grandma. You know what I mean? That kind of because stuff. You know what I mean? Don't, not, that's the not kill yeah. your grandma. It's so easy to forget that that's what we're doing, but we're trying to not kill grandma. We're just trying to not kill yeah. grandmas. If She's already awful. at like a really big danger of getting run yeah, over by a reindeer. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Which is, is a pretty pervasive problem. This is, it is. It gets more than you'd even know. They really are. Rangers are very fast. Grandma's my, my grandma got run over by coronavirus. <laughs> I, uh, wow. That's the 10th that reindeer. Right. Lesser known reindeer. <laughs> oh, and here yeah, we are yeah. riding a line again. And right? here we go. Here we are. One more time. 
Honestly, for right I, now, this is like maybe the touchiest subject we could possibly talk about because people are losing people. And yeah, if you're listening, I exactly, I hope, exactly. And we're I just, hope we yeah, created just, the context that is required yes. for you to know we don't actually are, no. make light of the fact that grandmas are dying. No. God, no, we are coping. That's what we're doing. But you know what does? The song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, which is, yeah. if that's a real problem, that should be, these are the types that's of things wrong. that comedy should discuss. <laughs> yes. There's one camp that's like, we should always make fun of grandmas who died at the hands of reindeer. And then there's the other group that's like, we should never make any jokes about reindeer or grandmas. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and definitely not together. Sweet Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Deborah, you're wonderful. Uh, you're, you're a pl- it's always good to see you, pal. I hope to see you soon. And you yes. know what? Just, yeah, we'll talk. Please keep staying safe. I'm so excited yeah, to too. meet uh, Boris Johnson soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay great oh uh, man i didn't I know that you liked me. guys yeah. with emo hair i didn't <laughs> you know me you know me oh god yeah I've is there type. uh is there anything um that you would like to promote um oh gosh no you know what just 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 find comedy right now it's like find comedy listen to people's yeah. albums do you know what i mean my album lady jazz is still out there on spotify and the whatever That's so good listen to those listen to podcasts just support comedy in any way that you can you know people are going to zoom shows zoom shows are so easy Tip yeah. people five bucks that's that's it you know wow so that's... yeah it's, yeah it, right just come to instagram i'm always I, I tell you what i'm doing on instagram all the time so deborah and you're DG at deborah dg cool yeah, on and at yeah. deborah d giovanni on twitter yeah Great. Yeah, yeah. So there Deborah, you go. thank you so Love much. Love ya. Thanks, bud. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Deborah D. Giovanni, everybody. Please follow her on everything at Deborah DG on Instagram, at Deborah D. Giovanni on Twitter. And her album, Lady Jazz, is fucking incredible. She also has a special on Netflix from a while ago that she shot in Canada. That's great. She was a comedian in Canada for a long time uh, and then moved down here after having like truly crushed it as a Canadian comedian for a while. And uh, now she's crushing it down here. Obviously, we had to pause because of quarantine, but she's the best. Follow her. Get her stuff. And thank you so much for listening to this show. I, I don't know. I say it all the time, but I really appreciate that you're here. Uh, I'm a little specific. I'm like, I'm a comedian. I make fart noises also. Uh, Oh, man, pain. (laughs) So uh, if you're here, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you get it. And I just appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm at Dave to the Ross on everything. Patreon.com slash Dave to the Ross if you want more of me. And truly... Take care of yourself. And I am okay. I feel like the weeks where I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked up. And I yelled. I I yelled on the bonus podcast. Oh, I vented. Ah, it was hard. (laughs) I really come in and out of it in quarantine. There's something. My nose itches. That's why I'm doing this. Ah, I got an itchy nose. I don't do cocaine. I used to. And can I recommend not doing cocaine? It's bad. And there's a moment where you think it's good, but there's a rare moment moment on it where you actually think it's good. You just think you think it's good. And then the next day you're like, wow, not only do I hate cocaine, I hate me and everything that came before me. It's awful. Don't fucking. I love you. Um, I, uh, I'm okay is my point. The stress comes and goes. I know it does for you. And, and, uh, and yeah, it's weird. I, I just... It's hard to describe 
I think I put a lot of pressure on myself and that's why removing things from my schedule, taking things off my plate always makes me feel better. And so that's maybe a thing to think about. Are you stressed out? Are you worried? What do you have to do in a day? What do you have to do it? You should do it. We should all like, you know, pursue things and push ourselves. But is that pushing yourself causing you to hate life? (laughs) Because that's not a fair trade-off. So I don't know, maybe something worth looking into. Um, And you know, all this stuff, please drink water, get enough rest. Remember that you're loved in this world. I know that you are. Yeah, I know you are. In my Discord, people that otherwise didn't know each other just chat and share stories about mental health and tell each other they're okay. And that's sharing love. And they hadn't met other than being in there. And the same with the Suicide Buddies Facebook group. And I don't know. I'm just saying a lot of times you can even hear other people say you are loved. And that sounds like bullshit because you're like, well, you don't fucking know me. How do you know I'm loved? You... My story is that everyone who I ever loved left me. And I know people that that happened to. And if that's you, I'm so sorry. But guess what? There are places you can go to meet new people and find new love and share uh, life, stories, experiences, pain and victory with. Um, I just gave you two places. There are many more. You are loved. I promise you. Um, Reach out to people. Tell them you love them. It always will make you feel good. Stay safe. And I'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Good Heroin is a member of the Starburns Audio Network and is produced by Hold the Phone Comedy. Follow at Good Heroin Show on Instagram and Twitter. Bonus episodes at patreon.com slash Dave to the Ross. Thank you so much for listening.